Welcome to Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. Every man and woman has one. What's yours? And now your hostess, Miss Jocelyn Stone. And welcome back to another edition of Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. That would be me. And my technical guru, my walking dead freak, my vanilla cupcake. It is Rebecca Love. That would be me. (laughs) Here I am. It is. It is. It's you. I love that shirt on you because it's so you. It, she's wearing like Walking Dead with, and you can see the boobs underneath it. It's stretching out the the skull with. Are those arrows through the skull? It's survive or die. Wow. Yeah, that would yeah. that would be one or the other. Live or die. Survive or die. I think Shiki got me this shirt, but I'm not absolute on that. Really? <laughs> I can't remember. I don't. Know. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, speaking of Shiki, um, he is, I think he still is, the um, on the fan club, the Patreon fan club for Adult Film Star Network. And um, I wanted to point everybody towards that because we, ha- we got goals, man. We got goals. We want to go to Exotica, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I really, I really want you to go with me because if that's the case, then as soon as it's over with you and I are going into New York and then someone has an option to book a dinner with the two of us in New York. That would be awesome because we're foodies. We love food. Yeah, we're total foodies. And New York has some amazing places to go. Or maybe you know a local place and you want to show us that part. Well, I shouldn't say part of town because we want to stay close to where we're staying. But you might know a great place to go. And since we're from, you know, the... The West Coast being out there, it's not like we have been to that restaurant anyway. So we can say the general area that we're staying in and, and we'll go meet them over there. And yeah, it would be an absolute blast. And of course, we'd be coming down from mentally coming down from the, um, the convention. That exotica high. So yeah, the the stories and all that stuff is fresh in our brains and the photos and so whoever's going to get in on that, actually, they would they would get the first stories told to them because yeah. we usually do the podcast in sections, but we don't mm-hmm. put it up until we're back in Vegas. So they would be privy to the conversation way beforehand, way beforehand, mm-hmm. way before. So, yep, all you have to do is contact, um, you know, my free site is jocelynstone.com you click on contact me send me an email and say okay what are the dates my calendar's on there too and I have Exotica um, and it's in November Yeah. so I have that all set up so you can look at the calendar and then you know either I can say how you can book the two of us for dinner or you can go to rebeccalove.com and do exactly the same fucking thing yeah. there however however you whoever, like- whoever you choose to talk to yeah, go for it. You like her? Talk to her. You like me? Talk to me. <laughs> or you can CC it to both of us. 
And that's probably how it'll end up in the long run. Mm -hmm. Seriously, that's how it's going to end up in the long run. Or if you don't give a shit about us going to the East Coast and you really want to come to the West Coast because Las Vegas is cool as fuck, then I highly recommend you look at the calendar again (laughs) and find out when Karaoke Triple X is happening because it's the second dose. That's the number dos. <laughs> I couldn't say that earlier. It's just funny. Inside joke. But uh, second Monday of every month, there's no cover charge to get in. There's drink specials. And it is a meet and greet for all of the adult performers, fetish performers. There's directors. There's extras. There's bookers. There's agents. I mean, you never know. Radio shows, podcasts. Yeah. It's just people in the industry or community however you want to put it and yeah. it's fan friendly super fan friendly come up say hello uh, make sure you look at uh the the theme of that month make sure you look at the theme last <laughs> it was funny because last month or this month actually we're still in the month in july oh yeah um it was hat night. So everybody's wearing these elaborate hats and stuff. And your hat kept eating your face, which was fucking hilarious. That hat we actually use for, for <laughs> topics from the hat. <laughs> yes, because it's fucking massive. And it's it huge. literally kept like sli- There is a picture of her on karaokexxx.com that um, this it, she doesn't even have a neck. It went shoulders hat. And it is the funniest picture. It is. Oh, oh yeah. It I kept love it. Sliding down it. over my head. And finally, I just stuck it down to my shoulders. Took pictures like that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a, a butter face? But without a bag, it's with a head. She oh, might be hot <laughs> under there. It's I a don't mystery. Know. But she got some big titties. Uh huh. So you know what, butterface. If it doesn't, if the face doesn't matter, and you're just looking to fuck the titties, <laughs> that was the night. Or if you're into role play. I just offered somebody to fuck your tits. No sure, eh? Thanks. I did. Thanks I did. for offering me up. Hey, not a problem. With my butterface. Uh-huh. I'm I'm a, I'm a giver. <laughs> Thanks for giving. <laughs> Everybody was care. making fun of me because I was wearing the Kentucky Derby hat. Oh my hat. god, did you get your Kentucky Derby hat? Um, Mario has it, right? Oh, I, d- I can't remember because it was at the end of the night, but I didn't see your text till that morning. And I go, oh my god. I was literally standing outside the door and sent that text. I did not want to walk back in. Shut up. Yeah. You're going to have to fill it. me in on that story. Yeah. Yeah. I walked out and I stopped and I went, Fuck. Fuck. Do I want to go? Fuck. Nope. I'll just send him a text. So I texted you and I texted Mario. And um, awesome hat, by the way. Oh, thank you. That is super cute. (laughs) That hat has a story, too. All of my elaborate outfits have stories. But that one um, was bought for a Kentucky Derby theme for Naughty America when I was PAing for one of their um, contract production crews in Vegas and I told him after I'm like are you going to keep this prop what are you doing no 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 and I said can I have it and they said yeah and I said thank you (laughs) I took this fucking expensive ass fucking hat I love it 
It is gorgeous. And and it's funny because um, I've seen it in a couple of stores, you know, like uh, what's the, the big mall on Las Vegas Boulevard? The mile, fashion show? No, mile. Oh, some, mile. Miracle Mile. Miracle Mile. In Planet That's Hollywood. It. Yes. And all the ritzy and, and all this, they have a hat and purse store. And I walked in there and saw that up there, and it was like 120 bucks. Jesus and I'm, are you Christ. crazy? And they bought I, that for a goddamn set? For one scene, that's it. And I'm like, you guys are morons, and thank you for the for fucking expensive-ass hat. <laughs> <laughs> I love so that. So I definitely hat. want it. I definitely want it back. You know, uh, but I know Mario's got it. He sent me a message. Okay, he's like, awesome. are you okay? He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, dude, I'm perfectly fine. I'm perfectly sober. It's not a problem. I stopped drinking way before the ground, the ground drank two of my drinks. And um, yeah, the ground, yeah. you just the dropped ground. them. No, no, it wasn't me. Somebody and knocked your drinks twice. Same person. Nope. Different people. Oh, and I was like, what the fuck? But they were bought by other people. So I'm like, okay, I'm not that pissed. Uh -huh. But you should have replaced it because you knocked it. And both people wiggled out of getting me a refill. So I was pretty fucking sober. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. And and here's the thing. is Stuff like that, I'm not going to make a big deal about it or anything like that. But I'm not going to forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm gonna remember that you did that. It wasn't me that like, knocked your drink, right? Oh God, no! I oh, would have okay. said, "Bitch, get your ass <laughs> to the bar and get and me a drink." All this okay. shit. But I was waiting for. We got a different relationship. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I was waiting for the manners to pop up, and they didn't. And I'm like, oh, oh. Good to know. Good to fucking know. Okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah, you'll have and to that's fill it. in. Yeah, so those people have been red flagged in my fucking twisted, bitchy little brain. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I see them, bink, a little red flag is going to go up. I don't remember what you did, but I remember you're an ass. <laughs> <laughs> and when I do remember what you did, fuck you. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also something that was super cool is um, one of the sponsors on Adult Film Star Network, X-Tax Pros. Yeah, what about it? They were there. Yes. He showed up. I love it when he shows up. Mm -hmm. I think and it's because we're it's, closer to his side of town now. Yes, we are actually right down the street from his office. Yes. Yeah. So when he finishes late night and all that stuff and because he's got a bunch of worker bees that that do a lot of stuff for him and and he's the main CPA in there. Mm -hmm. So so he has to go over everything. So, you know, the man works some late nights. So it, it just it works out better. Yeah. Our location is on point. I do wish that they would get an extra bartender. bartender? Yeah. 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 Just just one more bartender. The yeah. cocktail waitress, the cocktail waitress is on point because they mm -hmm. were hustling and they ended up getting an extra cocktail waitress this time at, well, food and cocktail because they have amazing food there. So food and cocktail, but they needed another bartender is what they well, needed. Well, they said that they had more people this time than last time. 
then they should have been prepped for it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Because we were worried that the first time wasn't going to kick in. Well, now there's a shit ton more people and we had both the karaoke room and the bar full. Two big And this isn't a small bar, people. No, it's big. It's got a fucking billiard area up top. It's got the bar moat area and then it's got the fucking stage area. It's huge. It's massive. And we're filling it. And it's funny because there were so many warm bodies in there that the AC actually went out in the karaoke area for a little while. It was towards the the tail end. Oh. But it was so full of fucking people. It's like, you know what? How much you want to bet the AC's working fine? Just so And there's just too many fucking people in here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. But it's an awesome location, awesome bar. We're having some and it times. was and it was fun because we had a surprise sponsor, and that was Blackout Barbie. Blackout which, Barbie. Blackout Barbie. And um, yeah, I've been talking to her about not only sponsoring that because she was giving away. Um, this is Austin Lynn, so um, you can follow uh, Blackout Barbie. Is really confusing how she writes it. It's like B L K B A. Uh, uh, her Twitter I, and stuff is always fucking the way she does certain things. I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't wrap my brain around that, and I'm not no. going to remember it. I had to have her message it to me. But follow, um, fuck Austin Lynn, fuck Austin Lynn dot com, like fuck Austin Lynn. No, that's oh. her. <laughs> that's her Twitter. Fuck Austin Lynn. Fuck Austin that's Lynn. T- okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Without the comma. But she said she was getting her website. <laughs> together so it'd be nice to have a one-stop area because she has confusing uh social media tag log it whatever you call them yeah all of that in the bag of chips so yeah i was talking to her about it yesterday i was dog sitting um her little pooch while she was in la and when i said okay tell me your goals what are you doing on this and she's got some really cool ideas She's prepping a lot of the stuff, but she's got some of the merchandise and she was giving away tank tops, T-shirts and um, hats and stuff, Blackout Barbie. So I thought it was super cool. And when I talked to her, I'm like, you need to be the surprise sponsor and you need to bring some of your merch and we need to have a good fucking time with this. And she goes, oh, my God. So, um, yeah, she normally bartends too, and that uh, bar caught fire or something. So, so it's going to be shut down for a couple of months. So, hopefully, she'll be able to be there in August as well. Throw her at Karaoke Triple X. Throw her behind the bar. The girl is trained, ready to go, and she's hot, and she knows everybody at Karaoke Triple X. <laughs> you know what? That's actually a really, really good idea. Since the the bar that did catch fire is owned by the owner of Jackpots. So it's just common sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a hard one to, to figure out. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So maybe I'll, um, maybe we should contact her and say, Hey, since Austin Lynn isn't working over there, can she work over here for karaoke? Yeah. Yeah. That's she's good idea. the one that brought it over there. Yeah. She is the reason she is, she the, is reason. the reason the two, the, two <laughs> <laughs> the last two places have been because of her because of her. So some uh, now, um, you know that I've been talking to a lot of people, um, 
especially after the last podcast that I did. Um, what is it? A uh, twisted cupcake. Yes. And the these new people, I love to work with new people. I love to talk to new people that are like, I want this, but I just don't know how to figure it out, how to navigate fetish and BDSM and the lifestyle or just a session or being owned. And how do you get to the point where you're being owned and all this stuff? You see pictures, you see videos and all of that. That's not a reality. That's a fantasy. And I always loved those fantasies. And didn't know how to do it either. I think that's one of the reasons why I enjoy talking to newbies so much is because it reminds me of where I came from. So some because of the last podcast, I've been getting a lot of people messaging me on Kinked and Whippler and then just straight through um, email on JocelynStone.com saying, you know, I heard the podcast and, and I had some questions and as long as they're to the point, you know, and not wasting a whole bunch of time, but also like Rebecca said on that podcast, don't forget, um, go on to the fan club on adult film star network and you can tribute, you can tribute for that time and it's saying thank you. And you're doing it yes. to the right area because it's the podcast that you're listening to and that you're getting the right. information so it's a great way to just give back and say thank you and it honestly it just helps us get to conventions and mm -hmm. helps pay the server bills and stuff like that yeah and we can kick things up to more conventions I would like to be able to hit all of the all of the exotica conventions as well as some of the fetish conventions mm -hmm. that I want to go to and my ultimate, ultimate is I want to go to um, Venus in Berlin. And I'm looking at all these, um, just the airplane tickets alone are like, holy. Really? Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you have a buddy pass. <laughs> so, yeah, if you happen to work for an airline. <laughs> we will wait 24 hours at the airport trying to get on. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Absolutely <laughs> correct. And God only knows the perks that you would get because of it, because I don't just, I'm not like, um, and that's some of the stuff with this, uh, uh, newbies. There's so many dominant females that, um, say, oh, you work for blah, blah airline. Well, you need to add me on this buddy pass and, and you need to get me a free airline ticket here and free airline. Well, you know what? You build up to that. Yeah. Okay. Number one, you have to trust me as a dominant that you play with or we do sessions or whatever the level is. You have to trust me enough to put your my name at your job. Oh, my God. That's a big one. That's... They're not just passing out buddy passes to everybody for American Airlines or Delta or no, United. No, because you're taking up a seat that could bring revenue. Yeah. And it's Rebecca Love that gave Jocelyn Stone the fucking seat. And Jocelyn Stone got drunk and started going, oh, all men are pieces of shit. Nah, nah, nah. You know what I mean? Oh, you have to yeah, have Yeah, could etiquette. you imagine? Because they'd be like, who the fuck? Who did... This person mm -hmm. give the, yeah, wow. Um, 
excuse me, Rebecca Love, we need to talk about who you're giving your buddy passes to. No shit. So you need to, if you give perks, you got to be careful that you know this person well enough that they're going to treat your job with respect. Because it's your job. Right. It's your livelihood. Yes. You support your goddamn family. I don't care if it's two dogs and one cat. Mm -hmm. It's still your family and there's still all three of them are looking at you for food Mm -hmm. and shelter. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. But also um, in the interview process, this has been the next thing that's really been coming up. There's a lot of doms that are being approached by newbies whether they be male or female. And I even had one that's a a cross-dresser. Okay. So whether you're male, female, or cross-dresser, every fetish is slightly different. So you would deal with that person in an individual way. So before you even approach somebody and go, oh my God, I'll do anything. And, you know, the first thing that I would say is, you know, what's off the table? We spoke a little bit about this before, so I'll go through it really quick. The hard limits. No blood, no marks, no animals, no children, no scat, no piercings or scarifications. And one that I threw up really quick was uh, because this is a personal friend of mine that's like this. Um, He likes degradation, but don't say shit about his dick. Don't humiliate his dick. You can call him a bitch, piece of shit, a worm. But he's not into SPH. Right. The second you go, and your dick is fucking worthless, he's like, really, bitch? (laughs) Let me show you a mushroom stamp. (laughs) (laughs) Mushroom stamp. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's fucking Mm. funny. So I added that because, you know, the other ones are pretty across the board. Don't shit on me. Don't fuck with animals or children. Um, Don't draw blood, bitch. (laughs) It's about to get weird. Now, mind you, I have worked with a few hardcore masochists that are they would get upset at the fact that I wouldn't draw blood. It's called blood sport, right? Blood. Oh, it's blood. Blood play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's water sports. Blood, blood play. play. Okay. <laughs> okay. My bad. And there's a lot of people that are not into to water sports, mm-hmm. which is pissing on somebody or in their mouth and forcing them to drink urine. That's the basics. You know, so yeah. some people think, oh, scat, don't shit on me. Yeah, well, don't piss on me either. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the restroom festivities in the restroom. What do you Unless think? Unless you're in the shower, then I play games. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Oh, no, I got that big toe. You hold on. <laughs> Oh my God! So long as there's soap in their eyes, they don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They don't know. Everything's warm in there, you know. Unless you're pissing ice cubes, then that's the only way they're gonna notice. Right? (laughs) The only way they're gonna notice. You cold-hearted bitch. (laughs) And she's so cold it goes all the way through her pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! Uh All the way through. Oh, my God. And also, if you're brand new and you've never played before, 
Um, let's see. Uh, what are your interests? And yes, I really want to play these different types of things. I've always wanted to try this or I'm not sure if I want to try that, but it kind of interests me and I like the photos. You know, we all look at different photos and I mean, we got introduced to this somehow, but we've never done it before. So going in with a completely blank slate doesn't really help you. So how do doesn't you doesn't help the mistress or the person that wants to perform either? I like the picture idea. Now I'm thinking, what movies do I like that could be fetishy or what? uh Movies, pictures. I mean, you could grasp a concept just by people putting in the visuals for you. Yeah. And it's kind of like Eyes Wide Shut, the mm -hmm. movie. You made me think of that because you said movie. That's pretty much an orgy. It's an orgy of people that can pay the bill to get into the door. Mm -hmm. So it's a bunch of rich fucking people. And um, it's no holds barred. A anything pretty much goes and um nobody shows their face because these are elite the elite and you don't need to know that you know it's the judge that this attorney was in front of two days prior right and his wife and then the attorney's wife and you know what i mean so the fact that they had masks and everything and they didn't do too much talking that stuff I really, really liked it. Um, but there has to be rules with walking into something like that as well. That's more of a swingers club, but I thought it was sexy as it, fuck. It, the way you described it sounds sexy. Like that would be a good role play. Can't talk. You both wear masks. It's But you do have that dialogue before you start the scene. And right. I, I, that's hot. That's fucking hot. Yeah. If you have you ever watched that movie? I did. I thought it was boring, but <laughs> it was a long time ago. And you know I, what? I didn't know much about fetish. I bet you if I watch it again, I can pick things out and it, grasp it a little bit more. Oh, it's yeah. been years since I've seen it. Yeah. They really blurred the lines between um, um, fetish because they wanted it dungeon-esque, but it was still just as fuck, a, a fucking orgy. Mm -hmm. That's all it was. Yeah. So, Yeah. But um, the easy way to, let's see, the easy way to figure out is to think about what you have been fantasizing about, like with a look. If you're looking for a, a dominant, whether you're a male or a female, um, if you're looking for a dominant and, and you have these certain ideas, like I have a male dom that I was talking to earlier today, and he has these certain, um, almost like gauntlets, um, things for his for his wrists that are really awesome because he can he's incredible with rope he's a rigger and he will tie you and just like a pretty star or something across your chest and then he can put a piece of rope onto that and link it onto his cuff onto his gauntlet and um, now you're on a leash that's strapped to his wrist but it's the rope that you're all tied up with and pretty. Yeah. So it's very beautiful. But now yeah. everywhere his hand goes, you only have five feet of rope and you're being pulled in that direction. You have to be very aware of what he's doing and where he's moving and where his hand is and things like that. So um, 
he wears some absolutely beautiful um, leather and, um, you know, he's young. So he's not like a, a daddy dom or something. He's very sexy. He's very beautiful. He has an incredible accent. And um, he just commands the room. When you, re- when you meet him and you see him walk in the room, he commands the room. There's it's a presence. A, there's such a presence. And he's very mellow and calm about it. He doesn't force anybody to pay attention to him. By the end of the day you'll or the evening you'll know who he is if you're at a gathering you'll know who he is mm. it's just he's he's something to watch he and just so respectful and and gracious about everything that he does it's an but art a, a hardcore dom or um if you're looking for a female do you like the the thigh high boots or do you like the um, the lowered little booties? Do you like um, boy shorts on her where she's got a a long um, leather trench coat on over that? Or, you know, what's the look you're looking for? And then as you start looking for a male or a female, look at their photos. Yeah. How often are they dressed like that? Or are they wearing a T-shirt and shorts going, I'm a dom. I do not picture a dom in t-shirts and shorts. Exactly. I just, I can't picture that. It's not part of my reel. There you go. And that's, and that's exactly it. You know, I believe everybody's a person. Their job is their job. And, you know, when you're doing a scene, you dress for the scene. Mm -hmm. But is this person, you know, uh, just somebody that's kind of sloppy and lazy uh, these are things that you need to know because it's, it, even if you're blindfolded, you saw that person before you were blindfolded and you know, she dressed like shit and didn't put her on her makeup and you know, there was no effort there. So that's, well, I that's always think deal. domination, even subbing, I feel like there's a lot of effort involved. Always ton of effort down ton. to detail. Yes, absolutely. There, so much for me to get a booking for a session and actually get ready. And, um, well, here's, here's another part of it. The getting ready in the prep for me. Now I need to look back at my conversations with the individual and I need to, let's see the interviewing, um, when contacting a Dom via email and you, Use an introduction as well as your basic breakdown of what you are looking for. That's key. So um, what do you envision without being nasty, graphic, and gross? Um, just a basic, this is the style of domination that I'm looking for. And I haven't found my key dom yet. So this is what I'm looking for. And list a few things. So, does this dom have a dungeon? Because you would need to, um, if somebody says, well, I want to do domestic service. Well, I don't do in-call. And if I order um, or I book a a two-hour session or one-hour session over at a studio that I know, uh, what exactly are you going to clean? I don't have any 
clothes to fold. I don't have any dishes to do. Right. I mean, I guess I could make you bring a toothbrush and fucking scrub their toilets. But now we're not in the room that we were supposed to be in. Now we're so that domestic service isn't going to work. Domestic service is more of as we get to know each other. I have you come over once a week for two hours and I have little chores for you to do, but you have to be stripped down and in chastity with a butt plug in and a collar. And, you know, maybe I'll even put the little blinders on like for a horse. Yeah. So you can't see me when I'm coming up on you. (laughs) (laughs) See, I wouldn't even have thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) I've got them. I've got I've got an equestrian set. So yeah, that's kind of fun to just add in. But little things like that. So domestic service is a wonderful thing, but it may not work out when you're first getting to know or doing a one hour session with somebody. Well that and you I have to have to- a place to go because when you were saying the hotel, I'm like, well, he wants to do this for you. So it's less of a job for you during your week. I'm like, well it's not gonna work out at a hotel unless you're staying at the hotel for a goddamn week and it doesn't have maid service. Right. Or like an Airbnb or something. But I'm I'm like, how is that gonna work? See domestic service unless there's there's like more things. Cause as I'm getting to know you out the gate any dom that's going to say, you know, oh, yeah, just come over to my house. Mm. I don't fucking think so. Because at that point, um, you need to worry about your safety. Yeah, because think about how many people have came over there and you never know who's holding a grudge or a stalker. Or, yeah. Oh, it could be it could be anything like that. Anything. It could also be, you know, uh, an ex-boyfriend or, you know, um, and then also flip it where, you know, she thinks or he thinks, you know, oh, come over and I'll have you, you know, scrub, scrub the toilets, do the dishes, clean the bathtub and shower. And you have to do it while wearing a G string and chastity or whatever and go from there. OK, that's fine. And then you decide as the dominant that you don't want to grant access and another session to this person because they started getting too clingy. Mm. So now it went to a completely different level. Now you got to move. Now you got to <laughs> move. Uh, yeah. So doing the one hour sessions in, in uh, you got to be really careful with the foster laws and stuff. Because of, um, you know, going to a hotel and everything. You've got to be really, really careful with that, number one. But uh, because um, being a dominant is uh, still considered prostitution, it, the ticket is the same. It's a misdemeanor and it's exactly the same. So, um, but, and then the guy, solicitation, hello. So if there's money exchanging hands, you need to be aware of this. Right. You may not putting be putting um, your dick into anything or or the girl's not getting fucked, but there are laws and you need to be aware of that. Right. So if there's a, a safe zone, like there are dungeons you can rent an area by hour or something, then look into that, something that you're both comfortable with. And usually the submissive, the person booking the session is the one that is expected to pay for the the um, facility, you know, the dungeon for well, an yeah, hour, that's just whatever. common sense. Yes, um, or the hotel, or um, um, there's some swing clubs because Vegas is so big. 
pay for location. Pay for location <laughs> because I'm not coming to your house and you are not coming to mine because I don't know you like that. Right. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to get to know you like that. You well, could you go to their house? Somewhere. Could you? Could you go to their house? Because I don't, I don't know them. So um, no, but I know the area. They know the. Uh, but I'm thinking you know where they live, so that's kind of like they're giving you the trust. And it may be the point where that location, that address, that I met or may never leave again. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you always, I always told the person. Uh, well, I didn't always tell the person, but. Uh, you should tell the person that somebody knows where you are at all times. Oh, and I yeah. still do that with you today. I will text you the information when I go to a dinner date in public. Yes. <laughs> this is and where I, I do. Am. I do exactly the same thing. You know, I'll do it with my roommate. I'll mm -hmm. um, do it with uh, Kid Dynamite. I'll tell you what, Kid Dynamite will sit there and I'll say, okay, it's about an hour. And he'll give me like an hour and 10 minutes. And that fucker's on the phone going, bitch. You haven't called me. Okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, everything's fine. You know, uh, because I was 10 minutes late. Mm -hmm. You know, he is to the minute. So, no, I do exactly the same thing. But I'm looking at it in general because there's, of course, more safety things like always let somebody know where to start looking for, for the, the body. body. Yeah, I'm and always that thinking that. Men and women. Men and women because there are people that um, women that are not educated enough in the fetish uh, world uh, playing with different toys and stuff that you could motherfucking die. Ouch. And that's not a joke. Some of these things can kill you. Do your research on what it is that you want to do. And then on top of it, um, you always want to have some sort of interview, whether you're going back and forth on email um, on texting, on um, the phone, mm -hmm. and say, I would like to meet. How about, you know, I'll tribute $100. Let's meet over at Starbucks. And I've done this. It's not a dinner date and it's not drinks. It was an interview with a submissive. And he, he said, I'll, I'll give you 100 for a tribute. And I, of course, had him just donate it, tip me. And, um, met up with him, we're looking face to face and started talking about, okay, this is, this is what I'm into. This is what I like doing. And, um, let's go ahead and book, uh, the, the dungeon around the corner on Wednesday at 7 PM for an hour. Could okay, you do, then. could you do a hundred dollar tip and just have the interview by Skype to feel could them out do that as well? Could do that as well. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because to me that just, because a lot of people are coming from out of town to Vegas and they might not be here yet. And maybe you could even do a virtual uh, session through Skype. See, I'm very hands-on. I'm very hands-on. Oh, you're hands-on. Okay. A, this isn't a sex thing. So um, I'm not going, oh, look at this. Look at that. No, no, no. I literally, I can't put my hands around your neck and choke you. I can't um, kick you in the balls. I can't. But I, I know you have strong words and you have very a very creative mind. If it's so, humiliation and stuff, yeah. yes. Yes. So it just all on depends what on what they want. 
Yeah. There's a lot of people that, you know, oh, can um, uh, they want to do a virtual spanking? And I'm like, dude, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, if I can't smack the fuck out of you myself, I ain't wasting the time. I don't care how much you pay me. It's not going to happen. You're taking the fun out of it. My fun out of it. No. Okay. But you could do the interview. Do is, yeah. And so I would go to the interview. Um, also, it depends on, um, let's say you're going into a dungeon and you've emailed back and forth or you're just a walk-in like the Dominion in L.A. where Hudsey Hahn does, I believe, um, she's a guest mistress once a month over at the Dominion. Talk about a, a fun session. Oh, my God, I've I've done... Um, doubles with her that is she's mind-blowing absolutely love her but going in there you've only got an hour so you're looking at um different things that you're going to be able to do in an hour okay so okay nipple clamps can totally do that so and you can play with the intensity and stuff like that um if you don't know um a what they can take, I wouldn't recommend clover clamps. I'd recommend the ones with the little, the little um, screw on it. Time out. What are clover clamps? <laughs> you can't just so throw those things out at me. <laughs> they are fucking vicious. They are fucking vicious. I swear these clamps could rip a nipple off. They are intense. The pain is intense. Do and they have little always, spikes or something? No, it's just the pressure. Uh. It's just the pressure and the way they bite. The okay. way that they bite down is really intense. Now, something else. If if you've never really, I mean, if you've if you've pinched your nipples, of course, anybody who pinches mine will rip their fucking heart out. But um, <laughs> but I love nipple play with other people if they're into it because I start off very gradual and I work it up because in my brain. To me, I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? Because it's something I absolutely hate yeah. <laughs> to have done to me. So it's really funny. <laughs> but when it comes down to it, if you get enough um, clothespins on it or or um, you get all the way to clover clamps, always remember that taking off those clamps is more painful than when they went on. Oh, because the nerves and the... Oh, the sensation coming back and just the tingles and the oh, pins it, and needles and ow. Yeah, excruciating pain. So a lot of times when I'm taking clamps off, I'll be like, hold your breath. And then I'll do it in there. <gasps> so, yeah, it's it's pretty fun. But um, and, and then so, do you, after you take them all off, do you get the lotion out and rub it out and make oh, it I've feel better? That. I'm not that yet nice usually because <laughs> the the clamp has been to where the nipple has been pulled out and a lot of pressure on it super super sensitive what I do is I take my fingernail and I push it in uh, what is it's like knives going through God. and I'm I'm barely putting any pressure at all but to them it is excruciating so okay yeah and but it won't leave any marks there's absolutely no marks. It's just that aching, that uh, that dull. It it's not a bruise, a purple bruise, but you know it's bruised underneath there. You're like, what the fuck? My nipples hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I have put them on, even though I don't like nipple play, I've actually put different things on my nipples to know what it feels like. Well, and you all always that. said, if you don't try it on yourself, you can't use it on others. Right. I just never wanted anybody else doing it to me. I could tolerate it myself. Plus, I've done um, different clamps and stuff like that because I can take, instead of CBT, which is my next thing, um, which is cock and ball torture or torment, um, but it doesn't have to be to an extreme. It doesn't need to be to an extreme. You can um, customize a cock ring because cock rings are like, woohoo, right? They're nice. They're sweet. They're wonderful. Well, what if I customized one out of rope? And then as I tied it off, now I've got the end of the rope and now it's a leash. Ah, I like that. And it's wrapped around the base of the dick as well as around the balls and everything. And now if I pull it, eh, a motherfucker's going to follow me now, isn't he? Yes, he is. (laughs) But he's not in any pain. It's just his leash. It's just his leash. So you can have a lot of fun with stuff like that. So CBT, um, uh, are we doing uh, rope? Are we doing chastity? Where if he gets his dick hard, it actually hurts because it has nowhere for it to grow. Is it's there confined. chastity? Is there chastity belts where they can grow their dick? Well, you could put one on that's too big. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I was just wondering. On, yeah, you can put one on that's too big. So, and usually there's some, some space in there for it to grow, Uh but then it gets to the point where it's just, it can't get completely full of blood and, and completely hard. So it's that, and you want to rub it and you want to, and that's torture. And it's just such a mind fuck because this is a part of the body that, you know, does whatever the fuck it wants. And right now it's being controlled. So some people really like that, that confinement. And I know guys that'll put on chastity and stay in it for a month just because that's what they do. How do do you pee? It has holes and slits in it. Oh. And you have to, you have to wash it out and everything. You got to sit to pee. You're not going to stand. But how do you wash it out if you wear it for a month and she's got the key? Oh, you, um, in the shower and then, um. And then what you do is you, through the slits and the air holes and stuff in it, you can put Q-tips and everything in there and clean it out. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I got my answers, bitch. Come on, <laughs> let's do this. Well, I'm just wondering how they no, I maneuver. Like I, I fucking like that you're asking me this stuff. And then also, you know, like CBT, how extreme. Well, what if he's never had CBT before? He doesn't know. Or a female... That is, you know, getting tied or or has um, a spreader bar between her legs. Has she ever had her pussy spanked? Same I spank mine all the time. Like, oh, yeah. But, but it's different when somebody else does it. Mm-hmm. Feels completely different when somebody just hauls off and smacks your puss. And I've had it happen where I'm like, woo, that was a stingy one. <laughs> a stingy one. <laughs> that was a stingy one. And our and lips are big, so it's hard to get to the middle. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so if if he's thought about CBT but never tried it or she has, have you ever had have you ever used a crop on your coochie? I probably have tapped it like with a writing, one. Writing yeah, crop? I probably oh, tapped yeah. it with one on a scene or something, but you know, nothing crazy. See, and then also if I have the rope around it and he's like enjoying the being drug around um, by his dick 
leash that I made out of rope. Um, what if I just reached out and slapped it? Bang. Ow. Doesn't have to be hard. Didn't hurt him. It's more shocking than anything. But that's a form of CBT. Like you could even go underneath and tap his balls with it. Bingo. Hmm. So... So there's all these little things that you can do. And then there's squeezing, there's ball busting, there's trampling, um, so many different things that go with CBT. So within the first, uh, your first session, your first hour, or just sitting and speaking to someone like you and I are talking, you don't know if you've had your, your kitty smacked. You're not sure. I've well, only had it smacked by me, myself, and I. Right. But never by somebody else that you can remember. Yeah. So that would be something that's discussed. Yes, I can take a good smack, but only I have ever done it. Well, I'm not going to reach out and slap the shit out of it, uh, out of it out the gate. You tap, 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 and then you add more, and the buildup is intense because the vibration of that slap on the outside of thick pussy lips, like me and you, mm-hmm. that goes all the way through. And now the the clit is being stimulated, but in such a new fucking way. I can see that. Yeah. So smacking, you you could end up possibly being one of those people going, do it harder, do it harder, do it harder. <laughs> that would be me. Smack it, smack it, smack it, smack it, smack it, smack it. Yes. And so things like that where – the Dom interview, knowing where you're starting and um, a lot of us, when we, when I do uh, a new session uh, for the first time, I've had a few conversations with the person and um, they want to try, you know, a little bit of service, um, some worship, uh, uh, they're into feet. Okay, well, uh, are you into shoes too? Because I'm not just going to give you the feet out the gate. I'm going to make sure that you lick my boots clean and all of this. And then, you know, and they don't need to lick the bottom of it where it's super nasty or anything. Like that. Some people are into that, not all. But then they have to take the boot off of me and then um, rub my feet and then, you know, go from there. And, and that's trust building. And okay. then it goes from there. So, uh, you know, I'll tie his dick. I'll um, do a little humiliation, you know, depending on his, the topic of his dick may be off, off the table. You know, I need to know verbal cues. What don't you like? There are verbal things where it's like it'll it'll just make your skin crawl. (laughs) But also (laughs) there are there's certain things where it's like, bitch, don't even fucking say that to me. Just don't (laughs) just don't that word. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So um, then also. So a hard limit could be a word. Yes. Uh huh. All right. Absolutely. A hard limit could be a word or um, certain phrases like um, or uh, don't pull my hair. You know, you some people don't like their hair pulled because they have extensions. So that's a hard limit. I want to play. and You can do all these things, but don't you fucking pull my hair because that. Well, there's a way to pull extensions like I used to have them when I was doing porn and people pull your hair. If you don't have extensions, you can pull hair. But with extensions, you have to go straight to the scalp because the extensions grow out. And you have to find that little patch that you can pull. Because yep. you can't pull it by the extension. You'll pull the fucking extension out or even the root of the hair. 
Yes, because it's fastened in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so- I got the extension thing down. <laughs> but that's because I wore them. So I knew. See, and I've never worn extensions. So I don't know how that works. I just know that a lot of girls are like, don't pull my hair. I have extensions. Yep. Done. Won't touch you. Yep. You know, that's a hard limit. Don't do it. Now, something else is um, ass play. Now, with some of these things, um, ass play especially, you are, or ass training, um, you're not going to be doing this stuff in a dungeon. Won't happen. It's penetration. Won't happen. It's not going to happen. Is all ass play penetration? Yep. It's sticking stuff in there. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if you could just play around it, you know, but you just don't. What would be the point? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. Okay, because right down to it, if I'm getting that fucking close, I'm sticking something in there. <laughs> <laughs> but with with any type of ass player training, this is usually a very private session. This is somebody that you're feeling out to possibly um, do repeat sessions with where you can it can get a full training and build yourself up on protocol rules and and um, how big of a toy are you going to get to and stuff like that with the ass. Um, so you don't so, do ass play with the clientele the first time you meet them or play with them? Well, see, here's my thing. Um, I would have no problem doing that, but I will not do it in a one-hour session. Got it. It would have to be minimum of two because we still have to go through the warm up, you know, okay, a little foot worship, you know, uh, you're you don't take go straight to ass. No, you don't do that. Okay. So, and even if, even if, um, I have been talking to him on the phone, say he's been calling me and tributing for the phone calls and, mm-hmm. and he's gotten to the point where he shows up to this session with a plug in his ass. Mm-hmm. Okay. That works for me, but now we're going to be doing other things as well. And we're going to be mixing all of these things in and gently through a lot of this stuff. I'm going to be tapping his ass just a little bit. Tap, tap. Just to remind him that plug is in there. Tap, tap. Yeah, jiggle it around just a little bit. But that's my rule. I don't ever do any type of ass play or training that is less than two hours. Mm -hmm. Now, I had somebody one time, um, we booked a three-hour session. And I went in and... (laughs) got out all the toys. We're having a conversation. I get him struck down and you know, we're doing all this stuff and everything. And I um, was treating him like a little bitch, like I was going to fuck him and I'm going to do all this. But I very um, slowly built up to that. And I've got, you know, I kind of pushed him back on the bed and I got a strap on, on and all this stuff. And I'm like, stroke it, stroke it. He's hard as a rock. Stroke it, stroke it. You know, Oh, now I'm going to make you lick it first and all this. So I go over and make him lick it. And then I walk back over to the edge of the bed and I'm like, get to the edge of the bed. And, And so I stick this thing in his ass and he fucking loses it full on ejaculates everywhere. Because of the buildup, the intensity. The buildup was so off the charts, all these things I was doing to him, that 
we ended up sitting down. I brought him down very slowly from that. I'm not going to do any type of humiliation. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the thing. That's not what it was about. (laughs) So um, I tell him, okay, well, hang on a second. And I get him a little wet rag and, you know, here, you know, wipe yourself off and all this. And, and it was all fun and games. And, and then afterwards we sat there and talked for about 20 minutes or so. And he goes, you know what? Yeah, this was fucking amazing. Um, you can go if you want to. I'm like, I got three hours, dude. <laughs> and he goes, well, I'm going to go meet up with my friends. He was visiting Vegas because mm-hmm. I'm going to go and meet up with my You're friends. Like, okay. and, and I'm like, I got yeah, it. No, th- that's fine. But if you want to sit here and bullshit, we we got three hours, you right. know. So I wasn't going to leave early. But no, also, but I, I get it. Once I come, I'm like, fuck that. I'm done. Yeah, I'm going to go drink. <laughs> so I totally understand his train of thought. Oh, it's like, so Dude. did I. But I wanted him to have that <laughs> right. option. You right. Know, because he books your time. Yes. Or definitely. she. So I, I wanted to respect his time and everything. And that's what I was attempting to do. Right. Also, in an in interview talking to someone, um, there's a few things that you should definitely um, ask questions like what are some of the, um, safety things that, that you do, that you use, what are just, you know, when I am looking through my bag and, and going, okay, Joss, what do you need? Look at his email. What have you been talking about? You've been talking about, okay, so I need my rope. That's really thin that goes on the cock. Cause I'm going to create a, a custom cock ring. And then, oh, he wants the nipple play. I don't know what all he can take. So I'm going to go ahead and bring the, the clothespins and the regular ones. And I'm going to bring the clover clamps. Cause if we can push this up a notch, I'm going to fucking do it. So, and see how much he can take. I don't know if he's a little pincher and he's been pinching his own nipples for three years. I have no idea. (laughs) So, you know, and the fucker can take a lot. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. So, um, then let's see. So some of the stuff that I have to go through all these different things when it comes to, we're doing a two hour session, we're doing some ass play. I'm going to bring a plug. And I'm going to bring condoms to go over the plugs then. And I'll bring three different sizes. Now, this actually happened to me another time with an ass play because I have such an ass fetish. Everybody books me for ass play. It's funny. <laughs> but um, I started off with a little tiny butt plug and that thing just about fell out. And I'm like, "Ooh, you a slut. <laughs> so <laughs> she measures so, you by butt plugs. Yeah, I was like, what in the fuck? So it got to the point I had a set of four progressive size butt plugs and you know where I'm playing around and and I've got um a, of course condom on every single right. one of these you know um so that's a key thing you need to make sure that you talk to your dom about um well with the toys and stuff how do you clean them how do you uh um what kind of condoms do you use that type of stuff a lot of what my toys I put in the dishwasher. Oh, that's where and I that's, do it. Too. I use them just on myself. <laughs> and there's some people that say, oh, I just wipe them down. Okay. With what? What are you wiping it down with? Because you and I both have discussed on numerous occasions the fact that baby wipes are one thing, but you and I 
but um, I was putting straight uh, alcohol in it. And you're like, I use peroxide and alcohol. I use both. Yeah. You know, so I started doing that. I started using peroxide and alcohol. Honestly, I don't know if it's better or whatever. It was just taught to me and I just use the same right. technique. And you stick with it. I did that on porn sets too. I had a whole kit in my bag and stuff. And, and yeah, you uh, bring your own. yeah, I bring my own because I would wipe my cookie uh, sometimes in between scenes, depending on what we were sitting on and shit. Oh, yeah. The bacteria is going in and all that. Sh- yeah. So I, I was prepared like a hooker. Yes. As you should be. Mm-hmm. And that this is just like like a hooker, like a dom. I hooker. had Listerine because that shit kills everything in your mouth. Fucking Listerine. Yeah. The baby wipes we just talked about. Yeah. Definitely condoms for toys and shit. But a lot of times you get oh. new toys on set. Uh, yeah, but how was it packaged in the in the warehouse and stuff mm-hmm. like that? I need that fucker wiped down, clean. Altoids. Whatever. Ne- oh, yeah. Altoids know. are a must. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. what was in my hooker bag. <laughs> but those I were the, the basic, my basic little kit. Yes. Oh, hand sanitizer. That was in the, the bag. Oh, hand sanitizer like crazy. I, re- I wipe that on my butt and stuff like that, especially if I have to sit on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't want all the ickies all over my fat ass. Literally fat ass. <laughs> um. So with with me, um, I have like a little makeup bag and it has um, uh, a side pocket to it. And I've probably got a dozen condoms in that. So I know exactly where those are on the inside of it. I have a whole bunch of rubber gloves. Oh, yeah. My rubber gloves go on instantly. The second I start doing anything, the rubber gloves go on. Whether I'm going to be sticking my, you know, my fingers down the guy's throat or, you know, sticking something in his ass, whatever. And I get the really nice gloves that go like halfway between my wrist and my elbow. And they're mechanics gloves. They're just like um, uh, regular latex gloves that you could get at CVS or Walgreens. But these are mechanics gloves and they're, they're made a little bit thicker. And, um, you know, sometimes I'm using rope and it'll pinch or something like that. I may grab uh, something with a spike on it and it's like, oh, great. Yeah, that tore. Lovely. So now I need to get another one, you know, and it's for my protection and theirs. I'm not going, oh, don't touch me until I No, I'm not being like that. But if I'm going to be, you know, dealing with bodily fluids, I'm going to be putting on some some protection pretty well, not much. only that you have fingernails and stuff and it and could dirt hurt gets them. under the nails yes yes and i i usually keep my nails really short i didn't even think about latex until i saw you had them one day and i'm like what i think yeah. every hooker should have latex gloves now i never because yeah. i wasn't trained that way so i didn't See, think about it and that's something else as well is the person allergic to latex does the person have it <sighs> injuries <laughs> See, ah! you're blowing my mind. Uh-huh. So there's so many like little things like this that I'm hoping that um, also uh, is she going to bring up um, um, a safe word? And what if you're into gags? What is the safe word with if he's gagged? Well, it's no longer a word. It's movement. So what's a movement going to be? His left arm flapping up and down like a bird or stomping his right foot. 
Well, then that depends on your play too, because then that left foot or right arm can't be tied down. Correct. So it all depends. The safe movement, because he's be like, crush your eyes, crush your eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And that could be it. Every minute, two minutes, you're checking in with them. You look into their eyes. Mm. Let me know. Are you okay? Let me know. And they cross their eyes. I'm okay. All right. And they get another two minutes. But you literally have to be checking in every two minutes that the person can breathe. What if they're, they start getting excited and their blood pressure goes up and their sinuses start closing? Mine do that. When I drink um, alcohol and sometimes if I get too warm, my sinuses go, fuck you. And I don't know why. All of a sudden, it's like I'm sick or something. It's like, what the fuck was that? I've never had allergies in my life. I moved here to Vegas, and all of a sudden, I've got this stuff going on. So if that's the case, and you've got a gag in my mouth, and all of a sudden, my sinuses shut down, I'm not getting any fucking air. So you have to have a signal. Got to have a signal. So, and that's just something that's popping into my head that, that is annoying about me, you mm-hmm. know? So, but, um, ask about, you know, rubber gloves, um, ropes, restraints. How do they, how do they take care and maintain their rope? If you're going to be tying that shit onto somebody's dick and balls and stuff, what if he comes all over your fucking rope? What do you, what do you do? Go out and get new rope. You can do that. What do, you, what do you do? I don't know. It depends on the type of rope that you have. How do you clean you rope? Can, you can wash it. You like put in the it washer? In, yeah, you can put it in a delicates bag. Ah. <laughs> I, yep, well, I wouldn't know because I, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And I learned that from one of my very first rope classes I ever took. I went, Really? So I have delicates bag that I never put delicates in. My delicates are rope. Do you put fabric softener in there too to make it smell good? Like mm, clean rope. You know what? You know what I do in my in my little travel bag is I'm packing my bag and I'm getting, you know, um chastity or I'm getting the condoms and and my lubes and and my toys and my vibrators, even vibrators. I put um uh condoms on. Always, okay. Uh, all of that stuff. As I'm uh, putting it in the bag, I put uh, a couple of um, fabric. Uh, the oh my god, the fabric sheets. Sheets, yeah, yeah, the sheets. Yeah, I put them in the the very bottom of the bag, and it keeps it smelling really fresh and everything. Nice. So it's just just very pleasant. Tip of the week. Mm-hmm. And um, also, how does she pack things up after the session? Because it's just like my um, my suitcase that I pile everything in to go to go do a scene, and they're like, "Well, bring this outfit, this outfit, this outfit, at least three sets of bras and panties, and all this stuff." So now, um. If I put on the red bra and panties, then I'm not going to put it back in the Ziploc baggie. I'm going to wash it. Even though I just put it on for five seconds, I'm going to wash it. It came out of the baggie. It gets washed. Right. End of story. Same concept with this bag. Anything that is used, 
I make absolutely positively sure that it is stored separately. So when I get home, first thing I do is unpack everything, which things are going to go in the dishwasher to get the lube off because I was putting um, condoms on everything and condoms, yeah. of course, come with lube. So, um, yeah, how how is she packing it all back up? Is she putting it back in the case where it belonged? I'm like- very organized, so I'd probably, I, I'd pack it correctly and put all the dirty stuff in a baggie. Yeah, I keep it separate. Mm-hmm. I keep it separate. It's like when you and- take off your wet bane suit, you don't throw it into your regular luggage. You got to throw that right. fucker in a baggie. <laughs> right. And that's, uh, so keeping an eye on something like that because we're talking about the interview and the very first like one hour session Mm -hmm. is this something that you like um I happen to be one of those people that I giggle a lot I actually enjoy what I'm doing and the reactions and stuff like that and I uh like some really weird uh verbal play so as I'm doing that, you'll get a giggle out of me. I'll start giggling and, and, and it's, yeah, then I'll get him giggling and then it, it kind of goes from there. It's like, wait a minute, why the fuck are you laughing? <laughs> I'm laughing because it's about me, but why the fuck are you laughing? You know, <laughs> also there's a few things, um, that I definitely want to touch on, you know, that just because it's an interview process, I understand that being in a submissive position, there's the whole point you need to please your dominant. That's true to a point. You always have to make sure that you are in a safe position. You always have to make sure that um, it, you're playing in an arena that you're comfortable with. And um, just be, like with uh, ass play, perfect example with the ass play. Now, with that one guy, you know, he was all about it. He knew his prostate and all this stuff. And he had these fantasies and, and he wanted me with a strap on, on, okay. and that's how it was going to go, which is super fucking hot. And so- I, made him I was going to say it sounded hot. Yeah. And I made him lick it and I made him suck it a little and I made him do all these different things. It was fantastic. Now, just because he decides that, uh, he wants to do this type of play, does not give me the right to, um, unless I've been with this submissive for a year plus, and these are topics that have been discussed because lists are constantly changing and evolving and the relationships are constantly changing and evolving. So I'm not saying never, but if the dude is submissive and is not into men, There is zero motherfucking reason ever why I should think that it's okay because he takes my strap on in his mouth that he would take a real dick in his mouth and do forced by. That is totally different. That is just because a guy wants uh, a strap on, there is a female attached to it. Correct. Correct. But there's so many people that go, oh, but I know it's about the woman and to please her. There has to be a coming to What, just throw a guy in there and go, oh, since you want it, I'll take a dick up my ass. I'm not gay. But for you, today would be the day. What about the regret? (laughs) Yeah, there's regret. There's the guilt factor. 
There's also testing. Is this guy testing? tested? This is yeah. a... Uh, it, that's just fucked up. Yeah. That's unless, like... Unless you've told me this is a fantasy and at some point I really, really, really want this to happen, that's different because you have evolved from the strap-on in me to something new. Well, that's totally that's different. different. That's a discussed communication dialogue thing. But it is not all about, it's like dressing a guy up in, in girls' panties or a dress or something like that. Look, I may wake, make him wear panties if he misbehaved. And I'll do it as a punishment because I know he hates it. Yeah, it's a pair of fucking panties. Yeah. You can come back from that. <laughs> you can totally come back from that. <laughs> but there's certain things that, you know, uh, you can take simple things like no cross-dressing and go, okay, you know what? I've told you four different times you are to do this task and you're supposed to do it a certain way and you still haven't done it. So this time you're going to do this task and you're going to do it while wearing women's panties. There yeah, you that's go. minor. Yeah, that's minor. And it's, it's minor a punishment. And it's, it's a super hardcore punishment. And mm-hmm. that it will just resonate in his brain. I'll tell you what, he'll never fuck up that job again. Ever. Because you know what? Afterwards, you sit down. It's like spanking a child. You know? Afterwards, we're going to sit down and we're going to discuss how he felt. And did he pay attention this time doing that task? Because those panties were on? Plus, he did a good job. You can give him the panties for him to jerk off to. Yeah. <laughs> and and see, now you can take the, the male-female thing to another level. And um, because he doesn't want any style of tr- cross-dressing or anything, but he's just not understanding the way this task is supposed to be done, I could be wearing a dress, drop my panties to the ground. He's already naked. Because I like um, domestic servants to be naked because I think it's funny. (laughs) But I can walk over and say, put these on. Now he's wearing my panties. Yeah, that's hot. And you know I'm going to be a different size than him. It's not about his size. It's about discomfort. But then the fact that I was just wearing them, there's such a line that's being crossed I wonder if those panties are wet. (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) I wonder if he'll end up getting a woody just thinking about you know the the fact that I had been wearing them you know it's that pleasing thing that that crossing those lines Mm -hmm. and everything but the thing is is there is and I put it right here pushing boundaries versus abuse So putting those panties on, that's pushing a boundary. Mm -hmm. Like I never would have done it because I know it's on your no list. It's not like, oh my God, I'll die. My life will be over hardcore list. But that's different than um, saying, oh yeah, I brought this other dude in and you're going to suck his dick and you're going to swallow his cum and all this stuff. And it's like, excuse me, is this guy tested? How is this safe? There's certain lines that even though a dom 
is a dominant and she or he is playing that that role, you need to still use your brain. Right. Well, adding another person kind of breaks your contract if it wasn't discussed anyway. True. Very true. But then again, you could um, take a submissive that's, oh, well, I guess there's a lot of them that if they want to be in the cuckold position, you know, and kind of be put aside because uh, another guy came over that I actually would kiss, I would talk to in a certain sort of way that I would never speak to a submissive like, you know, Hmm. that could be um, where a person enters the room and um, he is made to, and of course, if it's a guy, I would never, I would never expect him to like drop and kiss the guy's feet or anything. He's not in service to that, that person. More like a cold? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. More like a, just a, okay, you know, my, my real man is here, so you need to go type thing. But that's part of their <laughs> fantasy. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, sometimes, or that would be a cute little sample, like his clothes are already on, okay, getting ready to leave, and then the boyfriend or real dick or friend that you whatever the go scenario. out with every once in a while, you know, he doesn't know who the fuck this guy is. Your it's dick the of the fact- day. Yeah, my dick of the day. But there's a difference between um, pushing boundaries a punishment and abuse. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, uh, I, I wanted to kind well, of, there's a difference screen. between sex and rape. <laughs> oh yeah. You can you make go. that argument too. <laughs> I guess you could. I guess you could. So, so yeah, those are some of the interview things, things that I wanted to kind of shine a light on and say, Hey, look at this, look at that. How is she um, keeping things clean? How is she um, approaching different things, you know? And and how are you approaching it? I understand you want to be in a submissive position, but you need to be in a um, information gathering, fact gathering position first because this is your life. Well, and, and you want to have a great experience. You're doing yeah. this as leisure, not as right. torture, I mean, it could be right. part of your leisure, but yeah, you want a great fantasy. Yeah, you want to you want to do just the like the basic one hour first, and then go from there and, and work up to it. There's yes. foreplay before sex. If yeah. you're putting it in a vanilla way, and that works perfectly. You kiss first, and then and then you hold hands, and then you go from there. And that when there's more and more and more trust, mm-hmm. that's what makes it huge. So, um, but if somebody's looking for a dominant that they want to have sessions with, um, once a week or twice a month, something like that, you can work stuff out negotiations, which we were talking about before, or you can keep doing the one hour, one hour, one hour, one hour until you find one. Yeah. Until you decide, you know, I, I really, really liked that one. I think I'm going to book another session with her. Mm-hmm. And bef- 
before you know it, you may not be going to anybody else because they're not getting into your, they're not crawling through your ear and getting into your brain and punching your brain cells like this one is doing. So date, go out there, sample the pool of dominance. the perfect partner. Right. But always be smart and always be able to get up and walk away. Be respectful when you get up and walk away. But stop at that one hour. It's like a blind date. You show up on the blind date. After that, you don't know a bitch nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's the paid. interview. Yeah. And that's the interview. But pay attention to the little things. You can still let go and enjoy yourself. But pay attention to the little things because those little things are your safety. So the interview process is just like dating, man. <laughs> <laughs> it truly is. It really, really is. And that is a type of twisted shit that we talk about here on the Adult Film Star Network, where the sex goes straight to your head. You choose which one. Please, please, Mr. Marvin, have a seat on the couch. Um, okay. This is my first therapy session, Dr. Thumperface. Please relax. Now, tell me about your mother. That's sort of personal, don't you think? Okay, well, uh, well, word association. Say the first thing that comes to your mind. Yellow. Goldfish. Sexy. Goldfish. Nine-person anal gangbang. Uh, goldfish. Ah, Mr. Marvin, why are you here? Well, the truth is, Doc, I'm into some stuff, and I don't know if it's, well, normal. Oh, Mr. Marvin, there isn't anything such as normal when it comes to sex. In fact, here's a prescription. Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone? New episodes every Tuesday. Listen to that at least once a week, and you will see that everybody has something that they are into. Okay, Doc, I'll give it a try. Well, our time is up. Seriously? I want to talk more about goldfish. Our time is up. Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. New episodes every Tuesday on adultfilmstarnetwork.com. So, uh, Mr. Marvin, you can tell me. What is your special interest? Well, I'm into PB. PB? I, I must admit, I have not heard of that. Yeah. Peanut butter. Oh, Doc. I just love to... Next patient!